Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. And all the hate mail that you probably got from the Creflo dollars and the 
Uh, uh, what's the other man, guy in the church? You know, I, I feel bad for you on that, man. I keep, I keep saying, man. I think Ed Long gonna try to beat the hell out of me and get old. <laughs> nah, man, he ain't gonna do nothing to you. He's just gonna put Santana on you and, and make him sing that freaky song to you. Man, please, if I get a picture <laughs> in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like uh, we we expressed to you guys a while ago. Every show we're gonna try to interject, uh, in, inject. A little uh, politics into the show. Um, you know the elections are coming up this year, and uh, they're downplaying a lot of stuff. Which I-, I hope that people in our communities are really paying attention to some of the things that have been saying said about our people. Let's just call it out for what it is. Uh, uh, us blah people. What, what, what old boy said? Some tour blah people. Blah yeah. people. And don't yeah, forget. all the blah uh, people like that. I hope y'all paying, paying attention. Blah people. So, Don't forget our food stamp president now. Oh man, yeah, the food stamp president, and and and, and you know he he's weak on everything. You know, I mean, now, man, Kane's just endorsed, by the way. Yeah, I saw that he endorsed Newt Gingrich, which he said he's gonna come to us and tell us we ought to demand paychecks over food stamps. Nick, are you getting food stamps? Nope. I'm not getting food stamps. I, I really don't know too many people that are getting food stamps, and if they are. You know, more power to them. They may need that help. I don't think, you know, the days of the welfare queen as Ronald Reagan tried to put out there back in the day, I don't think that that is the occurrence of now. I see a lot of people that are not of our color that are on food stamps. I don't know what they're talking about. Well, statistically, there are more people not of our color that are on food stamps than there are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but we, 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 you know, we, we brought down this nation with food and you know, food stamps and, and crime and, and, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess we block people are just doing that bad. Right. But make sure well, that you go get a friend, get another friend. If, if you register to vote, make sure you go get three friends that are not registered to vote. Force they but to go register to vote. And when, like like Nick love to say, uh, we ain't going to tell you who to vote for, but I will. President Barack Obama, do it now. Do it right now. I don't care who yes. you vote for. But it better be and if, President Obama. And if you don't vote, don't complain. Oh, yeah. We're messing around to get uh, Newt Gingrich in office. It's going to be uh, pretty bad on black people. Don't complain about the high gas prices. No. Don't complain about no jobs. No. You know, these things that may be a part of your everyday life but they're directly related to politics. So if you do not vote, please do not complain. I had a guy sit up there just a couple of days ago mm-hmm. tell me everything that you could possibly want to hear about Ron Paul and how great Ron Paul is and, and how, you know, he's the best thing out there. And I'm like, okay, well, fine. And I'm like, so that's who you're endorsing, that's who you're voting for. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. vote. Really? <laughs> I said, are you serious? <laughs> he told you he endorsed Ron Paul, but he won't vote. I mean, seriously, if he voted for Ron Paul, it's just as well as not voting. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Ron Paul is, Ron the, Paul is the new... He, I, I, you know what? The sad part about it, some of the things that he say, it may be on point, but a lot of the things that he say, it's not on point. He's a bigot. He's he's backwards uh, in his thought process. I mean, the, the dude is out there, man. He's old enough. He's a great granddaddy. Why is he even running? He's Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> he surely is, man. Just put him on that little helmet and... uh. Let him float around. He probably got a lot of iron in his blood. Right. 
But uh, once again, man, we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to the show today, man. We got a, a great show uh, lined up for you guys today. Man, we got a, a brother that, you know, man, I appreciate his information the last time he came on the show. And, uh, man, I learned something. You know you know me about learning things, man. That's one of my favorite things. I love to learn. This okay. time he's coming back, man, to uh, give us some more informative information. Maybe it would be helpful to some and uh, to some of you, some of you people out there that uh, think you know everything. Listen anyway. Tell me right now, I'm taking notes. I gotta do something about this holiday week. Yeah, man, and uh, I, I can't, I can't be one of the ones that I ate a lot of turkeys because I ate maybe a small piece of turkey breast, a little dress, and you know I, I did a little this year, so. All of my weight that I have on me right now is something that is on me. I, I need to do a PX90. Matter of fact, I need to do a PS, PX30 something. Half Man, let me tell you something. If I see you jumping up and down with them gloves and all that, oh boy, I'm going to lose my mind. Hey, dude, I actually, you know, I actually got the videos, and uh, I, I have to I have to admit to something that I did, and it was pretty funny to me. Uh my kids, you know, they saw us, me and my wife, about to so-called work out on it, man. I see uh, after 20 minutes of, name, 20 minutes, about 10 minutes of watching this dude, we, they came back downstairs, they were looking like, y'all ain't working out, y'all just watching the video. How you going to work out watching the video? I'm like, watching this video is a workout. Man, stop. I'm for it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man, do you understand how high impact that stuff is? I do understand. As a matter of fact, I got to get into it this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This week, I finally, after after the delays and delays and delays, I finally start shooting my new uh, web series, uh, the Rhythm and Body Fitness Challenge. So, trust uh-huh. me, I got a long week ahead of me, and I'm be right there. And all I can say is, chicken catching. Chicken catching. Man, look. Do I have to play that rocket music for you? <clears throat> Just what? <laughs> what, what, hey. what? Chicken catching. Hey. Hey, look, man. It's, it's, <laughs> just wait till the show comes out. Uh, man. Before, before, before Nick has a mental heart attack over there. I ain't say a physical one. A mental heart attack. Thinking about chasing that chicken. Let him know who we talking to because we got a great visit from our Doctor Reed today. So let oh, yeah, another Dr. Reed, the first of many to come. Dr. Jamie Reed returns to the Middleman Show today to help us discuss healthy alternatives. Now, of course, we all have our favorite foods, and most of us aren't willing to let them go. However, on this edition of the Middleman Talk Show, Dr. Reed will let us know about substitutes to our favorite foods that are just as good to us and even healthier for us. And in addition to that, we're going to give you some quick fitness tips to help knock off some of that holiday weight. So I'll tell you, we get right into it. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and bring Dr. Reed in. All right. Am I on? Am I on? Everyone's and everyone's. Hallelujah. How's everyone doing? Man, we're doing great, man. Doing great. You heard your man's Nick saying he's going to chase a chicken. Would you recommend Uh, that, Doc? Uh... (laughs) Go for it, man. I'm, I'm digging with the Rocky remix, man. Y'all might have to put me on that right there with the Rocky music. But before I go on, man, I can't let this whole politics thing go on. I had all, I was already ready to uh, talk about the fitness stuff, but uh, 
I can't let that, that the politics go, man. I need at least three minutes on that, man. Man, please. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, welcome. All right. Well, you know, not only was I pre-med in college, I was also history. Mm-hmm. So go, going to Alabama State University and Morris Brown College, you know, we got a lot of history. We got a lot of things that, you know, unfortunately, everybody don't get to know. And right. a part of that history, we got to learn politics as well. And you look at the things that's been happening of late in the politics, like with Jan Brewer putting her finger in the face of Barack. Uh, I tell you, like 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 Ricky Smiley said, if, if Michelle Obama was there, it, it might have been a, a a cat fight on tarmac, man. It, it might have went down, man. Uh, we yeah. might have she might have skinned that lady for real. Um, I agree with you, man. I'm just saying, man. When has this? And you know, I listened to the whole Ricky Smiley. I mean, I think I heard it live, part of it live. Though. It's, when has this ever happened in history where someone feels like, matter of fact, where was the Secret yep. Service? Why they didn't tackle this man? Why he just didn't say security if somebody would have rushed and sickled the lady? Well, here's the thing, man. You know, when you deal with when you dealing with enemies, you can't fight you can't fight enemies straight up. You That's can't true. fight fight you can't fight fight fire with fire. You have to fight fire with water. You do, it doesn't make sense. And I think a lot of times we try to fight fire with fire. We try to fight our enemies. And the truth of the matter is, is that we only make up 12.7% of the population. So we're, right. already, we're already at a deficit. We do have our own faults. And a lot of times we'll try to fight while we're at fault. So the things that we need to do, the things that we need to do is that we need to, we need to have the right people speaking not just for black America, but for America. Like, you look at the statistics, not only that it's not just people of color, you look at their advertisement. You say a word, you attach a certain face along with it. When you right. say food stamp, there's a face that's, assi- that's, that's uh, assigned to it. Even though the numbers don't support it, there's a face. And when you got the Newt Gingriches of the world, he know what type of votes he's going to get. He know what he has to say, even though it's, you know, as a former United States Army veteran, I didn't fight for that. Right. You know, right there, you know when, when they say that black people, there is an assumption that all black people are on food stamps. Now, as a person who's working on his second doctorate, I've gone to school with a lot of white folks with families who were on food stamps, and ironically, very conservative. Mm-hmm. I, and they'll say, well, it's different. I'm doing something with my life. And I'm like, so, the, so everybody on food stamps not doing something? Or I'll ask you a question. What's the difference between cheating to get food stamps and cheating on taxes? Exactly. You know, you know. as far as I am, the Christian to me is a, a sin is a sin. So so you're a better sinner because you got a job, but you ta- you cheating the United States out of, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. You know, right is right, wrong is wrong. I'll tell you this much. As a Christian, when I was, a pre- I, when I was in the Army, I was in the Army when we went to Iraq. Mm-hmm. And, I pray- and I prayed for Bush. I was like, Lord, please let this brother make the right decision. Pray for him. And I pray for Barack. I pray for Clinton. You're gonna you respect the office. Don't roll like just like exactly. a judge. Don't, you don't roll up in no in no courtroom telling the judge what he gonna do. Exactly. On your, it don't it don't matter. It don't matter what you think about the judge or how he looks, you respect the judge. When a cop pull you over, you don't tell the cop what you think. You you can you, you can try to tell him what you exactly. think. You're gonna end up on the news. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell them what you think, and you're going to be on TV. So, no, I mean, bottom line is you respect the office, and, and I like what the, 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 the governor of Massachusetts said last week, because there's been a lot of disrespect in the last seven days. 
So you got the goalie of the the national cha- uh, the world champion Boston Bruins saying, you know what, I'm not going, I'm not going to the White House. You know, you know, every time a team wins a championship and they invite their whole team, he said, I'm going to act as an individual as a part of the team. Well, then you're not acting as you, you're not part of the team. You know, I mean, I understand you do have the right to say that I don't want to go, but he's going to say that, well, I don't like politics, so I'm not going to go to the White House. It's not, it has nothing to do with politics. It's, it's, a, it's a rights of passage. You win the title, you're going to meet the president. So he don't go. And the, and the pre, and the governor of the of Massachusetts said that it's getting ridiculous. You got people pointing their thing in the face of the president. You got people yelling out, uh, yelling out while the president is talking. I mean, these are things that have never have happened before. And if it's not racism, what is it? You have to meet people where they are. If it's not racism, so then what I'll hear is people say, "Well, we're angry." So I'm thinking neurologically. So because you're angry, you have the right to do things that have been wrong forever. Mm-hmm. You know, when the president walks in the room, you stand up, period. You have you have officers, you have field-grade officers saying that I'm not going to Iraq because I need to see the president's uh, birth certificate. Now, oh, yeah. if, you're regular, if you're a regular soldier, you will go to jail for 15 to 25 years for disobeying a direct order. And he is the highest officer as, uh, as the commander-in-chief. So if, if some, some private decides, you know what, I need to see Barack's uh, birth certificate. That brother's going to jail. Or when they had that whole thing uh, with uh, with Bush mm-hmm. uh, went, uh, in Florida, and you had a couple soldiers saying they weren't going to uh, Iraq because they didn't believe that Bush was the president. Those 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 young men went to jail. Period. So all of a sudden, all of these actions because people are upset are acceptable now. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, you look at the numbers of support, and you know, it took eight years to mess this thing up. You know, it, it took it took quite a while to mess this thing up. And I'm not saying Barack is perfect by any means because there's some things that he does that hurts me as a doctor. Right. But at the same but at the same time, no president's perfect. You're not gonna you're not gonna like anything. You know, some of your some of our favorite presidents, when you find out some of the bills that they passed oh, yeah. uh, under the table and stuff like that. I like Carter, mm-hmm. I like Clinton, but then when you find out some of the stuff they passed, you like, Hold up. Oh yeah, my next off hold up. You know, you like no, so they're 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 still human. At the same time, many in many cases, they're puppets. When you look at when you look at who's paying paying them off, and it's, it's almost like they they they're indebted to the people who give them campaign money. You know, you know the whole the big picture, the big picture of of it all, man, is the fact that we are Americans. Number one, right. You know, number two, we as black people, we know we've been dealing with it in this country. We know. And, right. and, you know, a lot of people don't feel and understand why we feel the way we do when it comes to this particular president. You know, we understand that he is the president of the United States, not black America. But at the right. same time, by us being black male, black female, you know, we look at it from a different light, different perspective because of the daily dealing of what we have in America. And people are so thrown off with that. Right. And it's amazing that, you know, I, I can't begin to understand the, the trials of a, a Latino brother or, or even a white person or, 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 or Irish person or whatever. I know my struggle, but at the same time, I'm, I'm as sympathetic as I could be to them. And I will wish likewise to me, but that's not happening now. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it, it's, it's, a, it's a scale. And, you know, you look at Appalachian America. I mean, that's what, those are some of the poorest uh, white Americans in, in, in the country. And that's where, you know, the Ku Klux Klan came from because... You know, these are your your poorest, least educated white oh, yeah. people in America. 
And and the thing about it is they thinking, you know, at the end of the day, we still white. So no matter how poor we are, you shouldn't get, you know, you, you should know your place. And that's where the, a lot of the roots. Uh, so when you go from, you know, uh, where the Appalachian start and, and, and eastern Alabama all the way up to West Virginia, there's a lot of race, racism through that through that alley that is spurned in different places, you know, Mississippi's, Alabama's, the, oh, yeah. you know, the stuff like that. But a lot of that stuff comes from history. So instead of instead of finger pointing, I think that the things that we need to do as a people, as a country, is that you know what? Let's fight fire with water. How about we start graduating? How mm-hmm. about I mean graduating high school and college on time, as my little brother would say, on time, oh years, <laughs> not a, not a semester left, oh years, as my brother would say, on time, graduate on time, if not early. You know, I mean, you. those are the people. We need more RG3. This brother graduated high school, college early, and got his master's degree in four years. Wow. Wow. Absolutely. And won a Heisman on top of that. And he was, if he had a came back, if this young brother had a came back, which I think he should have, if this brother came back, he would have went to the Olympics, he would have got his law degree, and possibly won another Heisman in the same year. Hmm. Wow. Look at that brother. Oh yeah. So I mean, we need we need more we need more of that. We need more fathers. We need more two parent households. And here's here's the thing. The one thing that I wanted to say about food stamps is mm-hmm. is that food people on food stamps work. They work. They have jobs. The food the food stamps are are supposed to be a supplement to where your finances fall short. So you have you have families, two parent households, and I know quite a few where both parents are working, but their finances, because of the the economy, their finances right. have exceeded what they're making, and the food stamps actually are a supplement to help these, you know, to at least have a guaranteed tax free form of food. So at least they know, hey, five six hundred dollars a month, at least we'll be able to eat. Well, Doctor, you know, would might- you would you say that people that are like, I, I, know, I, I know people on WIC, they have to buy certain things, and with food stamps, that's kind of all across the board what they can buy. Now, do you think they should pass a law or or, or some type no, of no. Uh, let me stop, situation where they no. can buy? No, no, absolutely not. Let me tell you why. Uh, and that's going to be actually be part of what I'm going to say when we actually start talking about nutrition. Mm-hmm. No, it, it it shouldn't be. Now, I mean, simple things, of course, like alcohol. Of course, you can't get alcohol on food stamps. Uh, but uh, I've seen uh, it. Uh, how? Where? It, it must be in the hood. No, I mean, seriously, man, there are, there are certain stores that will allow people to buy alcohol with their food stamps. They manipulate the, whatever the product yeah. is on the cross. Yeah, I mean, that does happen. There are certain, uh, I'm not going to say the ethnicity, but there are certain ethnicities that that uh, that actually charge tax, uh, that will actually charge tax. So you start looking at maybe 100 patrons per person uh, at, you know, eight, nine cents here. You know, that stuff starts to add up seven days oh, yeah. a week. So there's a lot, there's a lot of fraud. There's 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 quite a bit of fraud when it comes to food stamps. So I can't I can't co-sign on that. You know I've been away from the hood for a while, but uh, but no. As far as you know, what they'll do as far as the alcohol is, they'll they'll type in a different code. So mm-hmm. it'll never it'll never show up on the books as uh, as alcohol, right. but they'll run it anyway. But as far as saying there's a you know like you go into Walmart, Costco, anything like that. Oh no. I say no. I say no. There, there should not be a limit. And and what I think what happens is that people say, well, I, you know, I work hard. I should and I can't afford shrimp. So why should they eat shrimp? Or you know, they're eating you know uh, organic foods or something like that. You know, I'm talking about like the really nice you know 
$14 salmon or something like that. Mm-hmm. People get, you know, angry over things like that. And the bottom line is, is that, okay, so uh, oh ye my oh my, mighty tax dollar. So you have two choices. You could have them eat healthier foods, better mm-hmm. food, and, you know, and use their, their, their food stamps the way they want to and actually have uh, better cholesterol patterns, better cysteine levels, better cardiovascular health. Or you can let them eat Cheetos and uh, what they want to say, Totillo chips, what they say, yeah. Totillo, Totillo chips with every meal, and then they start having cardiovascular diseases. So now they're going to take more of your taxpayer dollars by having all of these preventative diseases and, and cancers and things of that nature. So essentially you have two choices. Let them eat what they want to eat or pay more money for that surgery they're going to need. Mm. It's up to you. Exactly. It's up to you. Because you think about it, the Food and Drug Administration is under the same umbrella. True that. So, so the choice the choice is yours. I mean, it, it's a there's no easy answer for anything. There, there never has been, and there never will be. The bottom line is is that the whole system is pimping people. The whole system has been pimping people since been pimping since been pimping. They've been pimping you know, more I, since Flickback. I agree with you, and, and you know, part of my question was to somewhat guide them, to, like people on on food stamps, guide them to certain products more healthier products because, you know, like on WIC, you can only buy certain foods and things of that nature because, I mean, wouldn't that lead to people eating healthier just like, you know, if you gave them more of a guidance, okay, this product you can buy, but this product you can't buy, would that would that be too much of a problem? Well, yes, I'll say that because the thing about it is there's money tied in everything. And, yeah, you know, the, the, words nat- the words natural and healthy, those words can be manipulated. So there are things that they'll say that are healthy foods that are that are absolutely they're not healthy for you at all. You know, all natural. Okay, give you an example. There's there's a food, a wood bark. Certain, certain that they can put wood bark as a as a filler in certain foods and call that natural. Wow. They got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised what's in your food what they consider all natural as a filler. That's uh, they're, crazy. They'll use, They'll use animal parts and stuff like that. Uh, oh my God, it's stuff like uh, uh, all natural yogurt and ice cream. Uh, if you found out what was in that stuff, that's all natural and healthy and, and things of that nature, you know. So, so let's say that they 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 actually come up with a list of things you can and cannot get. Just like with WIC, with WIC, they mm-hmm. say this is which prove that's which approved. and they have this list of foods that you can get. And then they have their healthy section. You're gonna have every because everybody wants to get in on it. Everybody want their everybody want their units to move. So they're gonna right. say these foods are healthy, and they're gonna change you know some chemical makeups, and they're gonna change some things here and there to quote unquote make it healthy, so they can get their units moved as well. It's just it's it's literally pimping. The people are being pimped. Everybody wants their units. To, it's all about the almighty dollar. Period. Hmm. And everybody else's health is on the line because of that. Yeah, I mean, and the thing about it is, as far as health is concerned, man, is that a lot of times, you know, I think I said this the last time I was here, the more educated people tend to live longer. And unfortunately, blacks and Latins are the least educated. Now, we just talked about politics and things of that nature and how, you know, the man is bringing us down. But at the same time, you can't fight fire with fight. You can't talk about how the man trying to bring you down with a blunt in your hand. Let's just be. Let's. I'm serious. I mean, you saying that on camera? What, what that? What that? Po baby said you gonna catch ammonia? You know we can't have too many of them babies outside on 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 national TV talking about the things that they're talking about. Right. You know we need we need to we need to become more educated. And these are some things that I learned in school because uh, this true story. 
Now, Nick, you know how healthy I've been since since we first met. You remember when we first ran at Bandcamp and I dusted everybody a couple times. And I've been yeah. I've been a runner my, I've been a runner my whole life. And I thought that I was healthy. So my first meal in school, sitting down with all of my my friends from all over the place and and I'm sitting down, I had fried catfish, I had some mashed potatoes. They was real potatoes, I actually mashed them myself. Uh, I had some broccoli, and I had some fried okra or something like that. So I sit down, and my class was like, oh, my God, are you going to eat all that? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you want some? And, uh. <laughs> you know, and that was my idea. I was like, well, this fish is fish. I got two best, three vegetables. And I think yeah. I might have had, I washed it down like a Mountain Dew or something like that. You know, it I was thought fried. it was yeah, but I thought that it was healthy. It was all processed. It was all processed food. So we hear the excuses where people say, well, I'm a mom, and I got this, and I got that. Well, I say, you know what? Right now, you fighting. We we come from a people of fighters, and Latin people come from a people of fighters, and Native Americans come from a people of fighters. So now, for the first time in your life, and the first time in your people's history, you're just going to lay down and get pumped. I'm talking, I mean, you're not even going to fight. You're gonna you're in the fight and you're literally laying down. Well, I don't have time, so so you just so that's your right that's the right hook you're gonna take to the face. You look at you, you, you look let me say this. Because yeah, the one thing I will say, kind of segueing into our, our topic for today. People defend the food that they eat and they always have eaten like they defend their families. It's a very difficult thing for people to get over. Especially when you talk about some food that you've eaten since you were a kid, you always you automatically make that food synonymous with your parents. Mm-hmm. Mom, that food. Talk about that food like that. Right. So we're programmed to think that these foods are working for us, and because mm-hmm. of maybe fast metabolism, you know, we don't gain as much weight, and then we realize it's like you said. Once you realize this really isn't healthy, this is really tearing my body apart. How do we? Well, I'll say for me, how do I, as a person that's been eating this type of food for all my life, how do I make this transition into a healthier lifestyle? What are some of the alternatives? I'll give you one thing. I have a, 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 a I have an opinion before. I love mashed potatoes. Now, it's not always hit from the ground, skin. And match myself, but I love mashed potatoes. <laughs> that's, just, that's just my thing. And sometimes I'm on the toe. I'm playing devil's advocate here, y'all. Sometimes I'm on the toe, so I got to go get one of those pack of insulins. I can do that in the microwave real quick. Right. These are things we've been doing for years and years. How do we segue? What are the alternatives to what we're doing with our diet? Okay, well, that is that is an excellent question. And the thing starts with between the ears. You have to lay out your life. You have to lay out what's important. And I, these are things I do, like, when I'm in my clinic or I'm in the hospital. I remember one doctor uh, 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 here in Dallas, he circled a person's triglycerides. There. He was looking at their uh, cholesterol levels. And he said, lose weight or die. And at first, you know, like, I'm fresh in the clinic. I'm like, wow, bro, you going you gonna to get after him like that? You know, and so I go through the patient's records, and I'm just looking at, it's these numbers going up and up and up. These are like like stroke level numbers. And he got frustrated with his patient, and they've been friends like golfing buddies since before forever. And he basically circled in red, lose weight or die. 
you'd be surprised how many times, like I know this is this show, you know, a lot of times we uh, we do a lot of entertainment and things. You look at how many, uh, some some recently, uh, some entertainers who, who've had health problems and died uh, or died early. You look at Nate Dogg, you know, 41, 42, something like that. Uh, what's that comic name? Nate Dogg, Heavy uh, D. Yeah, Heavy D. Heavy D's heavy situation was a little different. Uh, I think I think they probably need to change some some airline um, uh, policies for long flights. If you have people with health problems, uh, he had well, he had a condition called DVT. So if you're sitting down for a long time, basically he's gonna he, he had a clot that he formed for sitting down for a long time, and that clot went to his lungs. So I think that what they should do is give him some cabin time to say that if you have a condition like that, you need to move around. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, you, what's the, what's the, the, the Patrice comic O'Neal, Gerald LeVert. Patrice O'Neal, Gerald LeVert. I mean, these are young cats. Uh, uh, my man had a stroke uh, a month ago. Uh, what's that, Eric Sermon? Mm-hmm. You know, these are these are young people. So you have to look at those things before we even talk about planning. Before we talk about everything, you look at the life expectancy of blacks and Latins in this country. I mean, we. I mean, if we look at Black men are you are lucky to make the twenty five out of the hood from violence. I buried my young brother last year at twenty three on my birthday last year at twenty three. So I mean we're we're barely making it out of the hood, you know. And, and a lot of, now the hood is going to the suburbs. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know, so we're fortunate to make it out of that, you know, at about twenty five. And then you know with the wars and stuff, I knew a lot of young men that didn't make it to twenty five that died in Iraq. You know, I lost my whole squad in Iraq in August of uh, 2004. So you got all these regular factors. So now we're going to take food and things of that nature. And I remember I saw a young brother, uh, black brother, he had gained like 60 pounds in something like nine months. And he said, I want to live good. I want to eat good. And I said, man, you married. You got young kids. And he said, if, he said, if I die at 35, fine. I mean, I died living good. And I'm like... You know, is that really what you want your wife and kids to think? That that burger, that whatever it is. So we have to examine things by our minds and our emotions first. Second, but Dr. Reed, okay. uh, you up? know, there's there's a study out there that, is, that suggests that some of the chemicals and some of the additives that they put in food is as potent as crack. I mean, oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't that be one of the problems why we can't get rid of a, some of the habits we have with some of the foods we eat? Because, I mean, man, you know, it, it sometimes it gets your mind, you see that restaurant, you're like, oof, you want to go right to that restaurant. Well, absolutely. I want to, I'm going to answer your question and still stick with Nick's question. Like, one of the difference, let me, let me answer both of them at the same time, is that one of the differences between maybe frying some chicken in 1975 and you got Big Mama's old school recipe you know, from you know seventy five or maybe eighty five, it didn't it didn't get into around nineteen ninety until it really started getting bad as far as the food additives. You know, we, they didn't have as many food additives twenty five, thirty, forty years ago. They were there, but they weren't as potent as they were. You know, maybe your corn meals and your flowers and stuff they was more pure. You look at something like uh, you look at flour. One of the things that flour uh, flour is a big problem that we have in our country, whatever, because flour is almost in everything. But flour is usually has iodine. Iodine is very important for our thyroid gland. Our thyroid, you know, you know, we think about our thyroid gland. We need that for our metabolism. Well, iodine is in the same family as um, as a, another chemical called bromide. 
bromide's cheaper. It, 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 they, they have the same radioactivity. So you know what? Let's take the iodine away and put bromide in the flower. Well, you have all this bromide flour. It's basically destroying the thyroid gland. So now your metabolism, so, so let's say you're eating the same type of food. You really haven't done anything differently. You're eating, you're eating the same quantity of food, but it's the quality of the food that you're eating. Then you look at the stresses that people have and things of that nature, and now that that's doing the same thing that you have been doing, now you find yourself putting on an extra five pounds or something like that. So now you're stressed mm-hmm. out about five pounds that you put on, now you're going to go eat some more crap, now you're going to put on another five pounds. That's so, true. I mean, the thing about it is, is that today, because of all the pimpery that's going out there, and they know they know our schedules, they know our hectic schedules, they know they know they just, whether it's guys, single people, married people, single moms, soccer moms, whatever. They know our schedule, so they put they put they purposely put things in foods to make them highly addictive. The last time I was here, I talked about the evil triad. They're gonna talk. They're gonna put high fructose corn syrup in everything. You have high fructose corn syrup and stuff that you would have the faintest idea that you like. Why do they put corn syrup in this? You know, they put that in high fructose corn syrup, trans fatty acids or trans fat, and they're going to put MSG. The MSG is that big one right there. MSG yeah. came to this country about 40, 50 years ago, as, and it was called flavor enhancer. That's all it was. But that's one of those ones that actually competes with the brain and have to go to, the, uh, to what's called your limbic system. Your, your limbic system is your neuroemotional sentence. The limbic system is the, is the same area as your rage, your fear, your sexual arousal, your pleasure centers, everything that makes you feel happy, your joy, your pain. All that stuff is in the same center. These foods attack that area. So when you when you smell that when they uh, open up the hatch at Burger King and you and you just start smiling, you you know ha- you equate happiness with a double whopper with cheese and bacon. Oh, when you see that, that red light of Krispy Kreme, <laughs> the lights on. I'm telling y'all right now. I'm sorry. I struggle with the red light. I've seen car accidents happen because of that daggone red light. Yeah, they be cruising down the street and then they catch the light come on in the corner of their eye and it cause a 12 car pile up. The thing, right. the thing about it, the thing about it is, guys, is that we have to be diligent. Uh, diligent. Diligent. I'm trying to say the right word. We have to fight. We can't, I mean, we, we have to understand what it is that we're facing. We're facing, we have to read. You know, that's, now that's one thing, that's the quickest way you'll start a fight to say that the, if you want to hide something from black people, put it in a book. You know, you, you want to get people read in the face, that you do that. But at the same time, you ask them, hey, what's the last book you read? The Bible. I read the Bible. No, no, no. Okay, what you read in the Bible then? Uh, uh, Genesis. <laughs> no, no, no. We need right. to actually start reading. We need to actually start reading up on foods. We actually need. I mean, if you're not going to read a book, actually go on the internet. I mean, the internet is, is can really be used for good stuff. Find out. I mean, just just take your favorite food. Take your favorite food and go down the list of everything that's on it. All, the, the list of ingredients for everything and find out not only not only w- what it is, what it does, and where they got it from, and. I think the last two will probably blow your mind. If you knew where you where they what it did to your body and where they got it from, I think where they got it from will probably make you want to throw up. Just just look up vanilla ice cream. That that right there alone will make you not want to eat vanilla ice cream again. 
don't even you want know. to think about it. Guys, if you're just tuning in, we are talking to Dr. Jamie Reed. We're talking about nutrition and healthy alternatives. Now, we got all our favorite foods, and most of us aren't that willing to let them go. However, Dr. Reed is going to let us know about substitutes to our favorite foods that are just as good to us and even healthier, healthier for us. And he's going to let us know what's in some of this stuff that we're putting into our body. And if you want to get in on this conversation, make sure you give us a call at 718-508-9972. Now, I have, a, I have this one thing that I just started recently doing. Um, I went to, um, just got my gym membership, which is, is expensive in itself. But, um... In my first consultation with with the person at the gym, they gave me a little booklet. They told me, look, one thing that will change your eating habits, write down everything that you eat in a given day. Don't even come and tell me, but just look at it at the end of a week, and I promise it will disgust you on some of your eating habits. But write down every time you eat something, pull that little book out, write it down. Right. I did it for the first day, and I could not believe what I had put into my body. Oh yeah. yeah, that that That's was amazing. To think about, well, I make all my patients do that. Well, my weight loss patients that come in and say I want to, um, you know, I want to lose weight or whatever, and I never deal with them initially. I say, well, let's do a seven day journal. I make them do a seven day journal. I say from a sip of water to a tic tac. I want everything that you put in it, and don't lie. Don't lie. A lot of people they try to lie on their journals and you know they try to save face or something like. But this is for you. You need to know what you're putting in there. You know, the time, the timing of the food is very important as well. If you actually look at the time for all of those I don't eat breakfast type of people because breakfast slows me down, that actually does more damage to your body than good. So a lot of times what happens is that people will overcompensate because they're starving and their blood sugar levels are so, you know, bottomed out by the time they finally eat. So they will eat everything that comes to their mind. But, uh, I'm one of those persons, Dr. Reed. I am guilty of that. So some of the things that we can do, some of the things we can do is uh, is that don't take don't take what I call the Hiroshima effect when you take some grenades and take your diet and blow it up and start all over. You don't want to do that. You want to do everything slow, you know, because it took you however, whatever age it is that you are, it took you however many years to get there to get to where you are. So you can't expect one day or one week to change all of that. You have to integrate the way that God designed us. And I think that we, right now we have too many people playing God, and they wonder why they have the results that they have as far as their bodies are concerned, okay? We have to go – the way that God designed this is more of what's called a paleolithic diet. Back in that time, people moved. God gave us two feet, and people don't move. People would drive around Walmart parking lot for an hour to find a good parking lot. <laughs> for an hour. I'm like, get out, you Teletubby, and walk. Walk. And then, I mean, it's even worse once they get inside because then they start getting the little carts and stuff. God designed us to move. So at the, at the least, do what God designed us to do, and that's move. Actually move your body, okay? When we get up in the morning, okay, uh, two things that actually help us as far as our blood sugar and as far as uh, what's called satiety, which, is, which means that you're actually full, it's a, a, a carbo, uh, I'm sorry, a fiber and protein mix. Now, for those of us like myself who's on the go, I teach a couple classes and I'm in school full time and I practice part time, I'm on the go. So sometimes I just literally don't have time. 
uh, to eat breakfast. So I, I already know that. So I already have my shakes ready, whether I made my shakes myself or if I just buy, you know, a couple packs of uh, shakes, uh, healthier shakes I'll buy from my school or something like that. And there's so many different shakes out there. I'm not even going to get into shakes or anything like that because there's so many brands out there. Do what works for you. If these, if these, if these shakes work for you as far as a good protein fiber mix, do what works for you. If when, you when do you have, say, Dr. Reed, do we have to buy a, a particular type of uh, machine to to make that shake work for us? Man, just a blender, bro. Just, just a blender. blender. Just a blender. What I would do is, is that I would get uh, I have like a, a, a fruit when I do it myself. I just give me like a fruit and vegetable mix, whatever, a little mm-hmm. water, uh, and just just mix, blend it up until it tastes good. No, I mean, I mean, literally, I mean, it, it, it is that simple. I mean, and, you know, and play with stuff. Try new things. I think going back to something Nick said a little while ago is that a lot of us are so, <coughs> excuse me, pigeonholed and how, this is how I've been eating forever that right. we're really afraid to try new things. Try it. Bite it. Taste it. If it don't taste good, at least you say you try it. You know, you know what, Dr. Reed, like one of the things that Nick was saying, you know, it, it is – I, some of the things we do is just regional because a while ago we had a conversation with uh, one of our other counterparts with a talk show, and they were saying, like, you southern people eat a lot of funny food or strange food. And, you know, I mean, we see the same foods we eat down here everywhere in this country uh, with the right. exception of maybe the West Coast so far. But it, it, it's like, what's a good alternative to frying food? Because, I mean, like, everything that we do eat is fried to some level. Well, you can always bake and broil. I mean, the foreman grill always goes hard. I mean, you can't go wrong with a foreman grill. You can you can multitask. For those of, for those of us who have families, we have to look at things that have gone away from our family. One of the main things we have too much stress in our foods. I mean, in our meals, mm-hmm. stress in a meal is a is a terrible combination. You know, uh, give you an example. When you when you run from a pack of dogs or the Crips or the Bloods or something like that, what happens to your body? Adrenaline. Your adrenaline. All right, so uh, adrenaline is going to run. Your heart rate is going to go. But what shuts down? You know, you're not going to you, – your your digestion shuts down when your body is in a, in a fight or flight. Mm-hmm. So how do well, – so basically you can't eat. You're not supposed to eat during that type of state. How many of us eat literally stressed out? All of us were stressed when we at work. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, you're like super, super stressed. I know, I got, I know a sister well. She's when she gets stressed out, she need a whopper and a cigarette. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I, I ain't never, I ain't never heard that combination before. A whopper and a cigarette. I mean, the cigarette, yeah, maybe some gin or something, some urban jerk, but she, a whopper and a cigarette, wow. So the thing about it is, as far as is, is, is what can you do as far as, you know, as far as alternatives is that get a wok or start stirring, stir frying some things, pan frying some things, pan searing some stuff. Can't go wrong with boiling some stuff. You can't, uh, frying, frying is almost an instant gratification because we fried everything. And give you, here's a better example. Um, you know, I'm a doctor now. And I think back to one of the worst injuries I had, not when I tore my ACL stepping, Nick. I know you remember that. But prior mm-hmm. to that, uh, <laughs> it was pretty bad. But prior to that, I actually oh. broke my ankle. Uh, I was 14. I broke my ankle, and my grandmother told me to put it in scalding hot water. And that's wrong. 
strong. Now, with all the grandmamas and the big mamas out there, bless their heart, but they wrong. Now, I'm not telling you to go call up big mama or go to, and definitely don't go to her house and tell her, you remember all them years? You was wrong. You still respect her. If you go over there, you still eat the meal that she gives you. But right. you, it's not an everyday thing. Okay? You you can have, uh, so let, let's try a couple diets. Let's try a couple diets. One diet that you can have is you can call a reward system. Okay? Reward system means that one day a week, you can eat whatever it is that you want to eat, okay? So the reward system, one day a week. I only recommend doing a reward system is if you have a highly active, uh, if you have, if you, your physical fitness is, is highly active. If, you, if you're very sedentary, I wouldn't recommend having a reward system. Because I know what my weakness is. My weakness is cheesecake. Cheesecake goes so hard in my life. Oh, yes, but man, I, I love cheesecake. And see, I, and the thing about it is, I never had cheesecake until like three or four years ago. I thought, man, who wants to eat cake made out of cheese? You know, and then uh, my wife actually gave me a piece, and I was like, man, this is like crack, son. Yes, it is. So, yeah, I mean, but it, <laughs> it is not good for you at all. So I know Ladies and gentlemen, I, mind you, he grew up by a cheesecake, by several cheesecake factories. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you remember when, uh, what, was it your cousin took us to the cheesecake factory? I didn't even eat cheesecake. Right. I, didn't, I mean, and I had a perfect opportunity to eat cheesecake, you know, at the Cheesecake Factory and didn't even do it. I had no clue. Who knew? So, I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, like, when me and Nick was in school, let me, let me, make, let me embarrass us uh, for a minute. When we was in school um, and his mom was sending us, no, nah, nah, I got you, dog. I, got, I said embarrass us, not you. Uh, his mom would send us some money, and we would go eat what we call steroid chicken wings. I swear to God, man, them things had muscles like uh, like triple H. I mean, them things, chicken, chicken, there ain't no way the chicken could be that big, man. And we would, we would get the money, we'd go eat the chicken wings from a Chinese restaurant, man. And, I mean, and like five minutes later, we hungry again. Again. Mm-hmm. Again. And we just ate steroid chicken wings and stuff like that. So, you know, there are better alternatives and stuff like that. College students, those are probably the toughest ones because you're on a Raymond Noodle diet. I'm not going to give any uh, any any nutritional advice to them because literally they broke. But for those of us who got families, got a little money or, or even literally just a little money, you have to make better uh, alternatives. You can also stretch your food, okay? Uh, stews are always good. But with, with vegetables, we eat too much meat. I think I said this last time that I was here. We eat against the way God designed us. We have 32 teeth, most of us, okay? 32 teeth. Right. Okay. Of those 32 teeth, 12 of them are designed for fresh fruits, vegetables, nuts, think grains, things of that nature. Only 12 of them are designed for meat. But yet, we eat way more meat than our teeth are designed to eat. That's a thought right there. Yeah. 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 that for a minute. So we're, we're, we're eating way, we're, we're eating very differently from the way God designed us. And we wonder why we have the problems that we have. All right. So instead of eating, um, instead of eating ground beef, and if you are going to eat ground beef, you shouldn't be eating ground beef more than once a week. All right. Literally, because ground beef is very hard to pass through the colon. And if you think about it, you know, we say, we, well, we got to eat this, we got to eat that. Okay. What people are number one in colon cancer? That's right, black people. 
Number one, it takes it takes anywhere from twenty you know, twenty twenty six twenty seven to thirty two days for ground beef just just one serving of it to pass totally through the colon. Would that be one so, hamburger? Well, I'm saying just one setting. So basically, okay. you'll sit down and wait that that one meal that you eat. So for okay. all of that to pass through, it takes anywhere from twenty six twenty seven days to thirty two days for that really to pass through your system. Mm. So if you know, so we can use a ground turkey. Uh, if you just gotta have red meat, man, try something different like lamb. Lamb is a leaner meat, uh, much better for us. High in polyunsaturated fats, good fat. And we can't be afraid of fat. We we need fat. It's just not a whole lot of it. Okay, we don't need a whole lot of anything. Pretty pretty much. So instead of eating the ground ground beef, if you like ground beef, if you know if y'all got a family thing with burgers and stuff like that, you can eat burgers. That's fine. But not all the time, okay? If you're going to eat your burgers, if you're going to eat bread, make sure that it's actual real bread. If you see enriched, throw it away. Don't don't eat that crap. Anything enriched, anything white. I ain't saying be racist or nothing like that. I ain't, ain't going to sit up here and say, you know, well, white is wrong. White rice, white potatoes. I mean, like, anything instant is bad for you. There's nothing good in anything instant, period. Period. Don't let me just go ahead and throw these rice and noodles away then. Yeah, you're just going to make my things hard. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, but you say, what is your alternative? Brown rice, and the thing about it is brown rice ain't expensive at all. Brown, you get brown rice, I think we got a, a bag of brown rice for like 65 cents from Walmart. You know, hey, Dr. and Dr. Reed, uh, could you hold one second? We have a, a comment or either a question coming in right now. Paula, uh, <laughs> you are live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? All right, how you doing? Man, that's right. Just, see, I just uh, listening in about the white rice, man. I was, like, tripping big time because I've been eating rice all my life, and I love rice, but um, it's like my metabolism is so high that when I eat when I eat rice, it goes right through me. Like, white rice is, is just, like, don't stay on me, like, no time. And I was just listening to the comment about the white rice and the bread, mm-hmm. And I'm laughing because that's, that's what be happening to me, like, on a daily basis. So I Wait need to find something Dr. else. Do um, alternative, maybe, to that white rice, if that's how he's feeling? Yeah, well, I'm a small, see, I'm a, I'm a small guy. I'm a small guy. My metabolism is so high. Pretty much everything I eat, it pretty much goes through me. Are you under 40? I'm, uh, yes, I'm one year under 40. Okay, one year under 40. And, and the thing about it is, is just because your metabolism is high, it doesn't necessarily constitute that things are right that you're eating. Okay. Uh, right. you, look at my wife, uh, you look at my wife, for instance. I mean, she might be 100 on a good day. And okay. we got kids. But, okay. you look at, <laughs> and you, but you look at the things that you eat, life is okay. cumulative. And that, and that stuff will come. Uh, it's not necessarily the weight that you should be co- uh, concerned about. It's actually right. the fillers and the adders and uh, the additives and things like that. But it actually creates a paste. Uh, anything white that's processed, it actually creates a paste in your colon that just sits mm-hmm. there. So it might go through you, but mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many people, how many skinny folks I, I've done, uh, I've sat in on colonoscopies and actually seen a bunch of crap in there. So it's not. Yeah, actually, if you think about it, if you think about it, think about um, uh, one of our good friends in college and your, your line brother, Russia Reed. Yeah, mm. yeah. Rush, uh, Rush, Rush Reed, uh, my, uh, he was my, uh, I was an AC produced, and uh, he was just in as good shape as I was, and he went for mm-hmm. a job, 
and he dropped dead. So it's not necessarily. Oh man. Yeah. That, actually, so that colon cancer, I had cancer on my colon like in 1991. So they like uh, was able to, and some other stuff was going on with my intestines and everything. But I don't know, man. They really, they really wasn't telling me like what I should be eating because they saying I didn't have enough fiber in my body back okay. then. But they really weren't saying like what do I need to be eating. I never got that answer, and it's like since 1991 to now. Okay, well, the thing that you can eat is, again, what I said earlier, eat the way that you were designed to eat. Okay. Fresh fruits and vegetables should, should dominate your diet. A lot, okay. of the natural, a lot of the natural sugars that we need for energy in the day, not that burst energy like that we would get from an energy drink or from a coffee or anything like that, but natural okay. sustaining energy. Fresh fruits and vegetables, that is the fastest fast food that you can get. Okay. Like an apple or something like that. That should dominate your uh, your diet. Um, the thing about it. when I eat apples, when I eat apples, they happen too. It's like I don't know if it's the 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 hull, but minutes later I'm gone to the bathroom. It's probably, it's probably the pectin, the high pectin amount. Did they did they resect any um, when when they had surgery on you? Did they resect amounts of your uh, colon? What did it cut? Take a piece out. Yes, yeah. it took a piece out. Uh, a piece yeah. or a lot or a lot of I don't know a lot. I know he said he took the, the part that the council was, they took that part out. Okay, but see, usually they're going to, when they when they resect parts of the body uh, uh, yes. as far as cancer, they take, they, they take an access to make sure uh, that there's, uh, that, that there's okay. not a, a potential for it to spread because your colon okay. is rich in blood supply, and that's how cancer spreads. Cancer spreads through okay. the blood. So that's, okay. that's probably why I want to know. But, I mean, I would have to probably talk to you more personally to get more right. of a history. So that's, that's, that's yeah. more, you're more of an exception than a rule because that, you, okay. you're, going to, that you, you're going to the bathroom much. But uh, how's your water intake and your activity levels as well? Well, I'm, I'm very active. I mean, uh, before it's like I don't drink a lot of water. Now, water's got friends, bro. That's, that, that got I know it lately. I've been, I've, been, I've been on it lately, like, trying to drink more water. And, and, and it's, I'm going to tell you this right here. It's like like if I lift weights or something like that, just, I don't have to be trying to lift to get all muscular, but if I if I lift weights on a daily basis or or every other day, I gain weight. But if if I don't, I don't, I don't gain weight. I've been the same size forever, but... For some reason, if I was just this weight and kind of like eat like, um, I mean not eat, but drink like those um, uh, Ensure, then yeah. I, I pick up weight. I pick up weight when I drink Ensure. But so overall, what is, what, is, what is your overall goal? What is, what is it that you're trying to like? Are you trying to I just want to, I, I just want to gain, gain a few more pounds. That's all. Well, what what I would do is that if you're trying to gain weight, I would do yeah. different workouts. I would probably do more of a circuit training or of a bur- burst training type of workout, not just bulk lifting. You actually right. want to create what's called muscle confusion. You want to do burst training in different parts of your body. If you're actually trying to uh, to actually gain weight, but you also have to right. eat food. But you also have to eat more. You have, you, right. If you're trying to gain weight. You gotta have to eat more. You have to eat more. The, only, but the biggest, the biggest problem that you're having is that you already had, you have a pre-existing uh, gastrointestinal issue. Right. 
That's exactly yeah, what so, they call it, too. <laughs> yeah, you have a pre-existing uh, GI issue. So what I would do is is I would eat uh, probably uh, brand fiber. Brand fiber is okay. a good one. That, that, that's a good one to eat. Uh, just avoid anything white. That is it's processed. Okay. It's not it's not real food. I'm I'm starting that this week. I'm gonna start that this week and see you know how it goes. I've been listening to you and because uh, everything you name and don't eat, that's what I eat. <laughs> really, I'm, that's, I'm, that's what made me click in because I'm like, man, you talk about me. I think I'm, I might be stepping on a, I might I might be stepping on a on a on a lot of toes out there. It might be keeping the current. Might be keeping it turned off. It's like, ah oh, man, this this dude here. I don't All even right. know what I don't even know what brown rice tastes like. I never had brown rice. Brown it's rice, time real, are, brother. It's, it's time real rice. I think I said uh, this last time I was here is that when we pay our bills, we pay our bills with real money. But why right. do we pay our body with counterfeit food? You right, let that man. process, you know, let that process for a minute. We don't even eat real food. When we sit around the table and do the blessing, we say, God, please bless this poison that I'm going to eat and let it act as We have to right. start eating real food, not junk, not processed okay. stuff, because in the end, the end result is that we keep having this vicious cycle of preventative diseases. You know, we right. should be eating more fresh fruits and vegetables. We should be eating more grilled fish and and actually just get the balls to try some new stuff. We can't See, that's why I don't have the balls. I, I'm, I'm going to start it this week. I'm going to try something I ain't never Brother, you, you got to go, go pick you up some, some new food and go pick you up a set and give it a try. We definitely okay. want to thank you for calling, and we want you to call back. We are going to have Dr. Reed back in some future shows, so just okay. hold on to that line. Dr. Right. Reed, we're getting close to the end of the show. Um, okay. Any final thoughts? Hello? I'm still here. Dr. Dr. Reed, we're getting close to the end of the show. Any final thoughts that you have for our callers? The final thoughts that I would have for the callers is is what I said in the beginning, is that it it starts with a mindset. Uh, Always inject spirituality into everything that we do. You have to look at what God designed you to do and how God designed you to live. We have to look at, we have to read we have to look at the, the numbers of how we're dying and the disease processes out there. And we have to make an educated and informed decision that is this the route that I want to go? Am I going to be a victim of circumstance or am I going to take control of my own life and actually make a lifestyle change? Not a diet, a lifestyle change and live the way that I'm designed to live. All right. Powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Dr. Jamie Reed. What can you say? Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Just, just hold on for line for just a second. Yeah. Okay, bro. Uh, we we want to go ahead and get into our next segment. We're about to go ahead and close it on. That is myself is talk of the town, and uh, I think I'm I think I'm a little ready. So let's go ahead and get into this talk of the town with Nick Eaton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Technical difficulty. Yeah, right, right. Hold on one second. Hey, but um I mean I would like to thank all the people that's on the um chat board listening, uh to the uh, Miss Reed and all the guests that tune in today. We uh, appreciate every last one of you guys. Um if I reached out to you, hey, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully everybody learned something. 
But here's this talk of the town yeah. right here. Nikki. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I'm here with the talk of the town. Cat Williams just won back custody of his 8-year-old adopted daughter after the girl's nanny allegedly lied to a judge to take her away from him. He shouldn't have been talking shit! TMZ broke the story last month. A woman named Crystal McGee went to an L.A. court seeking sole custody of Cat's daughter, claiming she was the child's mother. Cat failed to show up to McGee's claim, so the judge granted her request by default, on the assumption that McGee was legitimate. But Cat just filed new legal documents in L.A. County Superior Court claiming McGee's nothing but a shameless fraud, a former nanny with no parental rights who hasn't worked with the family for years. The judge has since overturned the previous order. Say our name, then say it. Say it three times to see when we'll come over there and kill everybody. A 10-year-old Mexican girl has given premature birth to a baby boy weighing in at 3.3 pounds, Mexican media outlets reported. The mother was initially admitted to the hospital, located about 60 miles southeast of Mexico City on October 22nd, suffering from seizures and other medical problems. Surgeons at the hospital delivered the infant by C-section after a 31-week pregnancy. According to Upfront News, hospital officials have confirmed the birth. Hospital director Regelo Gonzalez told the Latin American Herald that the child is in intensive care, recovering from pneumonia. The mother, who has since been released, has been breastfeeding the child. He is quoted as saying she comes in every day with her mother to breastfeed her son every four hours, and she's recovering very well from her surgery. Police are currently investigating the case. God damn it! This is your man, Nick Eaton, and this is the Talk of the Town. You know what, Nick? You so wrong for that last one. You know that, right? What do I do? Arriba, arriba! Man, come on, man. <laughs> man, you crazy. You thinking it. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, like I always say, and this is my disclaimer for Talk of the Town. For Talk of the Town, I say what everyone is already thinking. <laughs> you crazy. It is what it is. Well, you know, on the serious side, man, I would love to thank Dr. Reed and everybody that uh, tuned in to the show tonight. Like I said earlier, I hope you guys got something out of this show. I mean, Nick, you know what, man? Every time Dr. Reed come on, comes on to this show, man, I learn something. And I do get the feeling that every time at the end of the show, I didn't ask everything I need to ask of Dr. Reed. So eventually, we're going to need to be asking Dr. Reed a whole lot. So we're going to have to bring I him back. I smell him another show. I don't, know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm smelling the Ask Dr. Reed show. I'm just I'm saying. smelling it, too. Yes, I am. But I know one thing, man. I, I appreciate that brother for coming in, dropping the information. I got a couple of uh, uh, hits on uh, Facebook from some of the people just, you know, appreciating the show and some of the information they dropped today. Um, to that brother that was listening that called in, hey, man, make sure you keep tuning in with us and um, just keep up. Join us on Facebook, uh, The Middleman Talk Show. You can get an update to see when Dr. Reed is coming back. And, uh, and let us know what your progress healthy. is with your, new, with your new food trying. Let us, keep us, let us know what's going on with you. We'd oh, love yeah. to hear from you again. You can hit us up at our email address, wearethemiddlemen at gmail.com. That's correct spelling. We are the, T-H-E, middlemen. M-E-N not C-A, email not C-H-A, none of that. None of that. And uh, shout out to our brother out there, Al, you know, chilling with his distinguished brothers out there, Kappa A-Sai. Hey, man. Kappa Alpha, sir. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> He's going to beat me down for that one, but it's all good. <laughs> and uh, shout out to our other co-host, Jen. Uh, we do miss you. Hope you have a uh, great week. Can't wait to have you back. And, uh, man, it's a great show. Uh, looking forward to next week. Uh, Talk of the Town coming up this Thursday. Nick, what are we talking about? 
This Thursday on Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton, we are talking about hip-hop and R&B, why it is time for a divorce. So make sure you tune in this coming Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. I'm telling you right now, it's time for a divorce, and I'm going to tell you exactly why it's time for a divorce. Don't forget also, the same challenge that I put out on Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton, I'm putting out to the middlemen listeners. I want every last one of you, I encourage you to get five people. Kev said three, I'm saying five. Get five people registered to vote. I can't tell you who to vote for. Kevin I will. <laughs> I can't tell you who to vote for, but I'm going to tell you right now. If you do not vote, you cannot complain. And Barack every Obama. vote counts. 212, 2012, Barack Obama. Because I'm going to tell you right now, who we got coming in from the other side... They do not have the best interest of this country at heart. That's all I got to say on it. And that's cool, man. We're going to go ahead and take this show on out uh, once again to Dr. Reed. Hey, man, thank you very much for this great yeah, show. Sir. And to all the people that listen in on the phone, thank you very much. And everybody on the Internet, thank you very much. Make sure you go back and download this show. If there's some information that you thought you missed or maybe you want to go back and hear it again, all of our shows are archived, so you make sure you go back. You can download it. Here, Dr. Reed, wonderful advice, and uh, man, spread it out. Put it on another iPod, put it on another iPhone or, or Droid or whatever the case may be, smartphone. Give it a And you can download every show for the last 30 years every on show. iTunes. Yes. Yes. And uh, with that note right there, Nick. The middle man shouted. Big Chris shout it. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for? So take a listen, time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You just in the earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to break. Shop. Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m., blogtalkradio.com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening, the middle me? Hey, what's happening, the middle me? Hey, what's happening, blogtalkradio.com, the middle me. Well, Nick, it went down, and I see somebody wanted to tune in at the last moment. Call us. Uh, hey, it's all good. You know, you missed a great show. Go back and download. That's a lie. Yeah, yeah. Black people, white people, Mexicans, all of y'all. Don't tune in late. <laughs> tune in early. So I, I was, wasn't specific with that, Nick. You're so stereotypical. Yeah. Yeah. This your boy Southside checking in with the Middleman Talk Show, and you already know if you ain't connected through the Middleman, you ain't connected at all. <laughs>